Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. This is perhaps the strangest holiday season in most people's living memory. There are decorations going up on houses, to be sure, and many towns are putting their municipal decorations up as well, though usually without the large gathering of people at the lighting of the town tree or at the town carol sing. In these parts, one of the great losses is that the Mount View Chamber Singers has canceled its Carols in the Round concert series for this year. From the end of November until Christmas Eve, this excellent high school group has, for almost 30 years, visited churches and other gathering places all over northern Maine, and even in Canada, to sing a wonderful collection of holiday music from many different cultures and times, for free, for anyone who cares to listen. In fact, this would have been their 30th year. But like so many other holiday traditions, this one is not happening this year. But in the digital world, there is one holiday tradition that is going gangbusters this season. We refer, of course, to email phishing. This phishing, spelled P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, has nothing to do with pulling a big bass out of a hole in the ice. Instead, this phishing is trying to get unsuspecting email users to respond to, or even to just open, an email message that will put the recipient in a world of hurt. And this year when, to the chagrin of many local retail establishments, more and more gifts are being bought online, there are even more opportunities for lowlifes and miscreants to try to pilfer valuable personal information from email users that can lead to tremendous financial harm and worse. Many people this holiday season will make online purchases. That is a perfect opportunity for fishers, as they're often called, to masquerade as online merchants or delivery services or payment companies so that they can convince people to click on a link in the email or to fill in account information or passwords to supposedly check on a purchase or a delivery. Once that happens, the innocent user can potentially kiss a lot of money goodbye and or expend a lot of time and effort in trying to get the situation straightened out. Instead of spending a lot of time and effort, though, there is an alternative. Just don't open phishing emails in the first place. Wait a minute, you may say. Didn't you just point out that these low lives are pretending to be real companies? How are we supposed to know if we're missing a real notice of delivery or some important change to our online purchase order? That is a very fair question, and one that fishers are counting on for users to ask themselves. So, here are a few hints that we can use to save ourselves a world of trouble. The first one is, did I actually buy something from this company? In the holiday rush, we may see an email that's supposedly from Amazon or Target or Walmart or whoever that might say something like, confirm your order, or maybe order update. Before that itchy finger clicks on the email, ponder a moment and check. Is the supposed sender's name spelled correctly, or does it have an extra letter or a misplaced letter that's easy to overlook with just a quick glance? If the sender's address looks the least bit incorrect in any way, don't open the email, mark it as spam, and get rid of it. 
Next ask, did we actually order something from that company? If so, how long ago? Chances are, upon reflection, we might realize that we never did place an order with that outfit, even though it's a household name. Or if we did, it was months ago and we already received it. One of the more common fishing tricks is for lowlifes to pretend that they're the post office or FedEx or UPS or Amazon delivery and make some reference to a delivery problem in the subject line. If we have placed an order with an online company and haven't received it yet, our first reaction might be to automatically click on the email and see what's going on. But don't, at least until we can figure out if the message is legit. So, is the message from a delivery service that the retailer told us would be handling the shipping of our order? When our item was ordered, the retailer indicated which shipping service they used, when the order should arrive, and many retailers will provide a tracking number. If the supposed email is not from that shipping company, mark it as spam and get rid of it. Even if the address is from the correct shipper, Take a moment and go to the original receipt for the order and check if there's a tracking number on it or a tracking link from the retailer. If there is, use that original information rather than opening the current email. But suppose we can't find the original order receipt. What then? Should we just open that email message and take our chances? Well, that would not be our advice. Here's what we would suggest. It requires an extra step, but it is really worth it. Most email programs have a way to show the IP address, that is, the real address that a message actually comes from. A clever crook can put almost any address in the sender line in an email, but it's much more difficult, though unfortunately not impossible, to spoof an IP address. If a person uses Microsoft Outlook as an email program, for example, by clicking once on an email message to select it, then right-clicking and selecting View Source, we can see the real address that the email address was sent from. And the odds are, if the email looks the least bit dodgy, it will probably have some originating address that has nothing to do with the supposed delivery company or bank or retailer. If a user has a Google Gmail account, a very common one, Look for the Show Original command in the drop-down menu under More in the right side of the Gmail window before opening the message. Other email services will have some similar capability. Take a moment and find out how to see who is really sending that email message. You'll be glad you did. From our perspective, this is not looking to be the best holiday season for most folks and adding identity theft or another scamming experience will make it even worse. So be careful going through that pile of email messages. And be careful about what digital gizmos you think about buying as well. We'll take a look at some of those right here on future holiday editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.